0: What's going on, Lifesavers? Welcome back to another episode of the Exploring with Micah podcast. By the way, do we like the name Lifesavers, or is this something I've just imposed upon you? Let me know. If it's too childlike, I'll change it, but I kind of, it just rolls off the tongue for me. Today we're going to talk about getting triggered, which is a very, very common thing, especially that's been happening in my most recent videos. A lot of people have been projecting onto me uh, the emotions that I just brought up for them. And I'm going to just apologize on the front end just by saying this podcast is not designed to trigger you. It's just trying to help you understand what your triggers are and maybe some practices and exercises that you can do or just tools and mindset to put in place when you do notice yourself get triggered. I need to be a little bit more sensitive on my part as well with saying certain words. I don't want to really step on everyone's toes and make I don't want you guys to think I'm your enemy. I'm trying to support you and And push your boundaries of what you believe you can love, what you believe, and where you believe you can grow and heal. That's like one of my biggest things is if I want to make mental health more accessible for people, I want to be able to also be pushing you in a loving way towards growth, towards healing. Because that in turn is just improving your capacity to understand your mental health, to understand your emotions, and to understand yourself. So let's just get into the episode. When you get triggered, there's an interesting uh, little analogy I'm gonna use here. Usually when you get triggered, there's usually like one to three things that cause the trigger. This is what I noticed for myself. It's usually some form of physical movement, like a hand gesture, you know, like for someone who's experienced physical abuse. When someone raises their hand up, they could think, you know, they're about to get hit. So that's like, you know, a trigger. Uh, Another one could be tone of voice, which is huge for me. Like whenever my dad used to have like a specific tone of voice, or a specific facial expression, I would immediately go into this survival mode and thinking like I need to protect myself. I've worked on that a lot and it doesn't really bother me anymore, his tone of voice, but I still notice it um, occasionally arise and I just hold space. But one of the biggest things is the actual words itself. And oftentimes it's because we have a very strong, we had a very strong emotional reaction to when that word was being used. And it doesn't mean in that moment, I mean like when it first started. It caused some form of trauma for you. And and what I mean by the word is is like, let's say like, I'm gonna go to just use as an example, one of my most recent videos, like within the last two weeks. We was talking about how you need to see your parents as the abuser. That word is a very triggering word in order for them in order for you to see yourself as the healer. Just the hero villain thing. I didn't keep into account though that That word, the abuser, would be a huge trigger word for people. And it definitely was. And that word itself caused this emotional reaction to come up from their past. And then, you know, they projected into my comments, disagreed or whatever, right? Whatever they did. When you notice yourself have, you know, get very resistant, close off your heart or, you know, get like emotionally riled up about you know maybe a word maybe raising your hand to something raising your hand or whatever the trigger is for you I want you to expand the meaning like expand the meaning of what that could possibly mean like if, if when I'm saying the word abuser take a deep breath relax it's not meant to threaten you and I think understanding and having enough, having enough space between you and your emotional reactions will really kind of help you see them, you know, see them and see them when they come up. When I say expand the meaning, imagine the word abuser. Right now, if you're having a reaction and you're triggering to this word, I apologize if I'm causing it in you, but this is helping you grow. You put that word in a cage, and therefore you feel threatened because you believe you're in that cage. But when I say expand the meaning, remember, that's the cage you put it in. You have the key, unlock it, and put that word in a big pool. Put the word in a big pool. Whenever you notice yourself having resistance, put the word in a pool. Put their facial expression in a pool. Put the hand rising in a pool. Now that one, I'm going to stay clear of the physical abuse one because I just don't have enough experience there to give enough feedback. And I apologize on, on the behalf. So my example here about expanding the meaning and putting it in a pool will purely stick focus to words and and facial expressions and tone of voice i apologize ahead of time put that word abuser in, in a big pool because when it's in a pool yes there may be boundaries maybe let's put it in the lake then fuck it you're expanding the possibility of what that word could mean in the context of of it's being said right so when i said the word abuser it was only triggering to you because you had it in a cage and you thought I was throwing a knife at you. But when you put it in a pool, you realize that the possibility of what I'm saying could be a hero-villain complex. It could also mean a million other things. A pool is endless, right? It can it can expand itself into many different directions. We don't always need to define everything, like like a narcissist or an empath or, or, or all these other things that we say. Expanding the meaning of what those are will help you release your tension and stop thinking a lot of things like your tone of voice facial expressions and words are such a threat to you this helps you be more loving this is the path of love here so for me like i always i always take a deep breath and expand the meaning i just throw the word in the pool and i expand the meaning about what it could possibly mean this just means from going from closed-minded emotional reaction to taking a deep breath relaxing yourself and opening your mind to what this could possibly mean in this moment. It's, it's a difficult thing to do at first. You're going to get caught in emotional reactions. I do too. But I think it's really crucial that you take that breath. You start applying that. And you start throwing that word into the pool. And f- trying your hardest to try and understand what that could possibly mean. Because as long as you have enough space to understand what they could possibly be saying... The more possibilities there are that you can see and predict or at least understand or apply to the situation, the less you see it as a threat, the less you see it as a knife being thrown at you and something that just may have been used in a specific context. I hope that was helpful, but let's get into the last point now. Let's remind ourselves that our sense of safety is is an internal thing. Like words and tones of voice and facial reactions and, you know, raising your hand occasionally. These are all things that threatened our safety in the past. But you have to remember that safety is is something that only can really exist from within you. No amount of money, no amount of running away from certain things can ever protect you from, from those feelings. It's actually best if you put yourself in situations where you can grow and expand and do what I'm saying, expand the meaning take a deep breath, hold space for your reaction because when you start to participate in that kind of growth you will only benefit you will only benefit from its existence because as you start to pursue a life experience that's dedicated to growth and expansion you'll start to realize that Safety is something you're pursuing by working through all the things that make you feel unsafe. Like, unconditional love is is a true sense of safety in yourself. Pain is something you you still will experience. You will get hurt. You will get betrayed. All of these things are still very possible, but they don't ruin your sense of safety. So when someone's yelling at you, they can't ruin your, and you've worked through that trigger already, they're no longer ruining your sense of safety you no longer feel the, the need or the desire to protect yourself. And that's really, really powerful because think about it a little bit more like this. Like, if you think about what compassion is and what, what actual love is, is it's, it's freedom. Love is safety. But as long as you remember that safety is within yourself, it's an internal experience, then you'll know that Anything outside of you that comes up that seems to threaten your safety, you can work to heal, and it no longer will be threatening your safety. That's why breath work is so powerful. That's why spiritual practice is so powerful. It's not about you becoming woo-woo. It's okay to become more loving. Like, you just have a greater human experience. You don't have to shave your head or become a monk or do any any of that weird stuff, right? Like, I do the weird stuff, but you don't have to it's just more so about like realizing that other people aren't always trying to hurt you other people aren't always trying to attack you and if they are you don't have to protect yourself I'm talking about emotional and verbal situations very specifically not not physical that's you know you, you might die right like your your physical life is on the line I want you to think about this from a way of I can create safety within myself, and anything that I'm noticing is triggering me, is preventing me from feeling safe within myself in this very moment. Take action towards healing, holding space, and expanding the meaning so that you can feel safety once again in this very moment. I have guided practices that I'm going to start posting in these podcasts that will help you Start this process of developing that sense of safety, that sense of love and understanding and compassion for yourself, so that everything else in your life that you notice is threatening to that, or prevent, or taking you away from that place of calm, happy, peaceful, and loving, or you know whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, peaceful. <laughs> you'll start to realize, and you want to get rid of those things, because you'll start to realize like you you get hooked, like. I got hooked on, on safety. I got hooked on love. And I noticed that's why I'm so very aware of everything that seems to be taking that away from me. It's about changing your perspective and what you're pursuing in a way. And I think this just be beneficial for you. So expand the meaning. Take a deep breath. And your safety is always within your control. You just have to know the right tools and system to put in place, which is what I just stated taking a deep breath, expanding its meaning, and maybe stepping away from the situation to hold space for your emotional reaction and know that it's valid. Okay? I love you. This is Micah Jones from the Exploring with Micah podcast. Love and gratitude. Take care.